0: Welcome to another edition of Run Talk SA, hosted by Mr. Active, David Katz, where we chat everything to do with running from a South African perspective. Don't forget, you can be in touch too. Just search for Run Talk SA on social media. Welcome to this week's edition of Run Talk SA with myself, David Katz, Mr. Active, and I've got a really interesting guest to speak to today. We go back a long way, back from my vast years uh, uh, well, I was just doing sports back then. He was a full-on DJ. DJ Loves, and uh, one of my favourite stories was I was on air one day. I'd woken up the one morning and my car was gone, and I'd had no clue what had happened. And I went into work and I was talking on air, and, and I got a phone call from DJ Loves saying it's parked outside his flat, and that's between Summerstrand and Humewood, which isn't very far. So someone just went on a little joyride. But thanks to DJ Loves, <laughs> Bonghazi, you were a lifesaver that day. <laughs> Lups, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey yeah, yeah, guys. I, did. I didn't know about that one. In fact, I completely forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, that was fun days back in the day. Yeah. Very naive, young, active and, and probably stupid sometimes. But uh, good, yeah, good, good to catch up with you.
0: Well, Lubs, uh what do you find yourself doing these days? Are you still involved with radio?
1: Um, not with radio. Um, mainly really got into the media and marketing space. So, uh, in the last, uh, call it 12 years, uh, 10 years of that has been, uh, as a partner in an advertising agency here in PE, well, with a branch in Joburg, uh, called Boomtown Strategic Brand Agency. Uh, I've been active there, um, looking after business development, call it marketing. Um, and in the last two years, uh, I decided to join a government agency. Not the, not the FBI, <laughs> uh, it's called the, MB, the MBDA, the Mandela Bay Development Agency. Uh, it's basically a, a company owned by the city to develop infrastructure, social infrastructure and hardcore infrastructure on behalf of investors in the city. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I'm the head of marketing here, yeah? marketing and communications. And it's been great. It's two years of blue-collar work. Um, But it's also given me a little bit of time to do what I love best, which is more active stuff.
0: Well, let's talk a bit more about the active stuff. I mean, I remember back at Varsity and Port Elizabeth, the Campus Bay FM, you know, they partied more than they, they were active. You let your weight spiral a little bit and then you just turned it around. And And what was that big motivation for you? What was the turning point? I know you're a PE man through and through. And I know Iron Man has rallied a lot of people and and you're one of them.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, when Ironman came to town in the early I hated it. I hated it because it would lock me down. I couldn't move out of my flat. Uh, <laughs> I literally stayed on the bike course. Um, but be that as it may, um, and about three, three years ago, David, um, I was really out of shape. Uh, you know when you work hard, long hours, you have your lunch on your desk, um, you don't notice it, but uh, you lose yourself a bit. Uh, and I felt myself that I was losing myself, I was gaining weight, I was being unhealthy. Um I'd be, I'd always be like a skinny boy from Queenstown, you know, that's where I was born. And, and, uh, I think the city life just took over. So about three years ago when I was probably weighing around 120 kgs, uh, gone in for a, a medical. And, uh, while there, you know, the, the doctor shows you your BMI, it was the, The big punch in my my face, that was the biggest shock of my life, to be told that I'm heading towards the city. And, And that's the thing that said, wake up, do something, do something quick. And for me, I was grabbing at everything, and from running to basically just cycling, and I ended up in triathlon.
0: Well, you talk about doing it quick. It's not a quick thing. And when you get to around 120 kilograms, you also have to be careful about adding training because you run the risk of injury. How did you go about getting to the point that you are now? Was it something you decided overnight, look, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to train hard? Or did you ease into it?
1: I think being desperate um, actually forced me to just jump in without even thinking about it. Um so you know, a friend of mine was a cyclist. Uh he had a spare bike. Um, he said to me, Look, you can use my bike for as long as you want, uh, you can ride with us. And and I got in that um we started riding together. Uh he introduced me to friends of his that were uh doing triathlon, so I would join them for the run uh twice a week, you know, slowly getting into it. Um and these folks were so into triathlon. I you just you felt you I felt immersed into it. You know, every, every every chat is about uh run, swim, bike, run, swim, bike, run. And eventually uh, I found myself entering for the seventy point three. Um but at the time I could hardly swim at a meter. Um so what I had to do, David, was to sign up with coaches. Um I went through uh, a few coaches until I landed up with a reina to sink and Natalie to sink. And really for me it's it's that belief that says, if you wanna be the if you wanna do good, uh find the best people in the game. And because and, I realised I wasn't getting far, I wasn't getting far with my swim, I wasn't getting far with my bike all right. And I signed up with the coaches and it's them that's really helped me to get to where I I, I am today, you know, shedding a lot of weight along the way. I mean I now waste uh, I now weigh seventy seven kgs. So that's, that's another 40 kgs left on, along the road. Um, but it was important for me to get expert advice. Um, but also commit to, commit to a group of people that have the same vision. Um, the same group of people that share the same passion. And, and when you're in that space, uh, suddenly you're obliged, not really obliged, but I think there's accountability. Uh, and, and, and that's how I've sustained I've sustained it for three years, now it's my third year in triathlon. I've just done my fifth Ironman race event, and it's
0: been good. Well, great to hear that you've teamed up with the likes of Reynard Tissink. And I love the fact that for a long time he was the best triathlete and Ironman athlete, should I say, that we had. And it's great to see that he has been giving back to the sport. But just talk us through that. You've done three halves now, you've done two fulls, and uh, Durban, I know that which launched recently. You were there. You you went and did Durban. But what do you think it is about triathlon? You know, it started in PE, peel, peel, and PE sort of got swept up. But it really all over the country. People are really taking to it, and to the point now that we have the one full and and two seventy point threes.
1: You know, it, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, and and when you're in PE, um, you think it's the biggest thing we have, and it is. Uh, but you think it, you know, it's, it revolves around us. Until you step outside of PE and you realize that a place like Kaohsiung has more triathletes than we do, doesn't make sense. Um, and 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 through finding out, you know, understanding the whole sport, triathlon, and you realize that Durban, for example, has been the makeup of triathlon forever in South Africa. Um, the ultras were there, uh, and they still have a few other races that happened there. Uh, and so, you know, you get to see that you're part of a bigger community. But I think, uh, to your point, it helps that, uh, you know, we have these two races in the Eastern Cape, uh, 170.3 in East London and the full dnp to really galvanise us towards something. And I think, you know, for us, we live on the course, we live next to the course. Um, it makes it that much easier and more exciting for us to get involved uh, for training purposes, but also really... Because you see it, you see it and you live it. And most guys who have taken it up have done so because they have witnessed it in one point or the other. I, for, for myself, I volunteered in 2013. And I was in the bike check-in and check-out. And it was there, at that moment, when I was volunteering, that you know, the bar bit me. I said, I'm, I'm in, I want to do this. So I think, you know, we have an unfair advantage but I also know that triathlon and Ironman specifically is a worldwide phenomenon. It's growing in leaps and bounds, and it's broader than just us in this decade.
0: Now, tell me more about your running. Running is the crux of a triathlon. It can make or break your race very often, even over something as long as a full Ironman. And, you know, you're quite a, a decent runner there. You've run a 129 half. You've got a 328.0 best marathon. What do you think is your recipe for success
1: when it comes to your running? You know, I, I, when I got into the sport, I really thought I'm, a, I'm more of a cyclist. Uh, and when you get dropped a few times, <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you look for something else. And, and for some reason, um, I've just improved a lot quicker in running. And I guess it comes back to discipline at one point. You know, I have a training program, which is obviously through discipline. But I make sure I never miss my runs. And if I can only do one thing, uh, because of time limitations, I will do the run. Um, I just also find it much more enjoyable, uh, than the, than the two other disciplines. I don't, not enjoy them, but uh, I just enjoy the run much, uh, much more. I think the fact that during an Ironman race, you're more in touch with people during the run than you are uh, on your own on the bike. You know, there's the spectators, they, they really lift you up. So I've developed to love the run and I've done a lot more ten Ks, fifteen Ks, twenty ones and marathons. And for me I guess it's my secret weapon. Um the run the, the run is that. Um but I think that the recipe has been committing to training but also finding it enjoyable.
0: Now, Ed, I love that. And, and you know, also one thing for me, I mean, I just love that running aspect and to come off a bike, to be strong on the run is fantastic. Before we say goodbye today, I want to ask you as well, you've got involved in something I believe you started up and you you've not just involved yourself, you getting other people into into the sport of triathlon and getting people active and out of the township. So just tell me a little bit more about the Vukani uh, Sport Club.
1: Great, uh, David. The Bougaini Sports Sport Club is about four years now. I joined them when they were about uh, just started. Really, uh, five guys who had done Ironman and, and the likes, uh, who decided, you know, um, we can get more people exposed to the sport and get and get them to think differently. Um, they, they, You can make a life out of, of triathlon uh, if you're really good at it, but you really have to start at a very young age. Um, so we, we formalized the, the club as Pukani Mountain Sport. Um, it's predominantly young kids and girls and boys from the townships of Nelson Mandela Bay and PE. Um, you know, we get them involved in swimming. Um, so we use the public pools, you We know, have the 50 meter pools. Uh, we've got like Newton Park. Um, you know, we've got friends who are good at, at swim coaching. Um, the likes of the Tissings I mentioned earlier. Um, people give off their time um, to train these kids. We've got some of them uh, are lifeguards, uh, you know, at the beachfront, uh, beaches of PE, are really good swimmers. So they get these guys through uh, the swimming and go for group rides on the bike. Um, we go for, you know, runs, et cetera. So we've got a, we, no, say we've got a very solid program, but we've got enough to get guys involved. But we do this because we feel that uh, the sport, you know, the whole thing about healthy living and sport is, is so important to inculcate at a very young age. So the club goes out six sponsorships, um, from, from partners, um, and getting a lot of support, whether it's nutrition partners like NutriTech, um, or Isuzu, et cetera. You know, they support, they get entries for these youngsters to enter races. But we feel that, um, you know, Triathlon can be an option for a young kid in a dusty township. Um, you see them run, David. I mean, they're natural, some of them. And you feel that you need to provide them with the right platform and environment that could harness that potential. And hopefully they, they'll make something of their lives. That is the vision behind the guys.
0: I think that's brilliant. And, uh, I love your story and I love what you guys are doing. So I hope that support continues to roll in. Well, thank you for your time today. And as a last shot, you said you've done three halves, two fulls, your Ironman career. It's not over
1: just yet. <laughs> no, no. But, uh, being family Man, as you know, and you are, um, it, it, it's, it's starting to take its toll. I must be honest. Um, you know, I said to the wife on the way back from Durban, I don't think I'm going to do East London. She looked at me like, yeah, right, you will. And I can tell now I'm pushing the limits of it. So I'll probably taper down, maybe do two events a year instead of three. Um, But it's definitely not over. It's just begun.
0: Well, it's a little bit like the Comrades Marathon. Everyone goes, oh, no, I'm going to give it a skip next year, and most people never do. They keep going back, and that's why the <laughs> Green Number Club is so big. LaVoya, thank you so much for your time. Keep up that fast running, and uh, maybe I'll catch you in a race some other time, but I'm not quite there yet. Thanks for your time, and thanks for listening to us and Run Talkers. Say, Stay tuned. We've got a race guide coming up. It's time for this week's race guide. The Jura is a whole new urban running experience taking place on the 5th of September. It combines the best parts of trail running, adventure racing, and obstacle courses. The Isle Jura has three distance options, each more fun than the last, six, 12, and 18 kilometers. Each distance will feature a variety of -of out-of-the-box obstacles, optional challenges, and routes that will give each adventurer the opportunity to explore Joburg's urban terrain. Running through reed mazes, down wall slides, and into storm drains, and so much more. You'll see Joburg like you've never seen it before. Entries close 30 August, so get to www.josieadventure.co.za to enter. Looking for a fast flat qualifier for the Comrades Marathon? Wanting to try something a little different? Then why not head to Gaborone, Botswana on the 3rd of April 2016 for the Diacore Gaborone Marathon? Celebrating its fifth year anniversary with over six thousand runners, this is Botswana's largest running event. Come and enjoy the four-kilometer fun run, ten, twenty-one, and forty-two-kilometer races on a fun full day that includes plenty of entertainment. Just know all registration proceeds are given to charity. Entries close 14 November 2015. So enter now at www.diacorgaboronmarathon.com to be a part. Of the spectacular event. Thanks for listening to this week's Run Talk SA. We love hearing from you, so check us out on social media. Just search for Run Talk SA or email podcast at runtalksa.co.za. You can also advertise your race on our platform. Just go to runtalksa.co.za forward slash
1: race to find out more.